Have you ever had a day when you step up to the scale and you're like, you know what? I've been good this week. I'm kind of, I'm thinking there might be a good number today. I've been drinking my water. I've been sticking to my plan. Yeah, I, this, this might be good. Or maybe you, when you ever step, you step up to the scale, you're like seven up to the roulette wheel, like whoosh, no predicting where to land. We'll just like cross our fingers and see what happens. But then dun, 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 the scale spits out that number and you're like, uh, what? This is not a number you wanted. And now that number is in my head all day long. Ugh. Today, we're talking about the scale. How do you turn down the temperature on what we make that number mean and what to focus on instead to know that you're getting the results that you are driving towards? Ready to get after it? Let's get to it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do? but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for being here today. Today we are talking about our everyone's favorite friend, the scale. Maybe friend of me, friend, I'm not sure. Um, so I remember a time when I was definitely, I was actively losing weight. I was trying to lose about 25 pounds and um, I would be working super hard and I had like I made a plan all week. I counted my calories, drinking my water, did some exercise and I'd step on the scale and be like, what the actual heck? This is not what the number is supposed to be. And it just felt so demoralizing. It was like, why did I work so hard? And then it didn't, I didn't even get the result. It was, it, it just, it was not only demoralizing, but it was confusing. And I felt like, you know, I'm working so hard. And if it's not even making a difference, why bother? Have you ever had that feeling where you thought to yourself, why bother? So here's some things about the scale. First of all, let's put the scale in its place. It's it's just a piece of plastic and metal that sits on the floor and it calculates a number. Another device that calculates a number out of plastic and metal is a calculator. But the problem is like, I've never felt upset about a number that a calculator gave me because I don't make that number mean anything about me. But when I step on the scale, that number is like judge and jury. Have I been good this week or have I been bad this week? I make that number mean something about me. It's a judgment on me as a person. And so that can be really frustrating and demoralizing. And it's crazy because we're, we're putting our worth and our mood in the hands of this little device that sits on the floor. And it's completely outside of our control. So another thing about the scale is it's just one measure of progress. Like there are so many other ways to measure your progress, you know, about how your clothes fit, how much energy you have, how you're sleeping. But the scale is our kind of blue ribbon measure of success because of, you know, Weight Watchers and all of the diet industry, like that's always been the, the, the very number one thing that we think about. And the crazy thing is the scale's not even all that reliable because it can go up for all kinds of reasons that don't actually mean weight gain. For example, 
Let's say you had something salty to eat last night. Scale can go up. Let's say you have a, you bumped your knee and you have a bruise. Scale can go up. I randomly noticed a bruise on my leg today. I was like, I don't even know where that came from. Scale could go up. It's bizarre, but it happens. Another thing with digestion, maybe you need to have a bowel movement. That could mean that the scale is going to be a little higher. Heck, even the weather can influence water retention, and thus that can impact the number on the scale. So we put so much emphasis on this one measure of progress when it's not even always super accurate. And so if we can kind of dial down the emphasis we put on the scale, that can be step one towards putting the scale in its place. But going back to the question of like, if I'm actually working so hard and it's not having any results, why bother? Let's actually answer that question. Why should you bother? Why is it valuable to keep doing the things that you're doing to take care of yourself? You know, it's, it's funny because like we view the nutrition and the exercise and the thought work that we're doing is like so hard. I'm working so hard. Well, that story is a lousy story. It feels hard because we're telling us ourselves how hard it is. In addition, when you're describing to yourself all these things that you're doing to take care of yourself as so hard, well, that doesn't make your brain feel good. It doesn't make your brain want to keep doing it. And so tell a better story. Why do you want to keep doing the things you're doing to take care of yourself, no matter if the weight loss comes or not? And by the way, if the answer is, well, if the weight never came off, then I really wouldn't do these things, then that is a blinking indicator light telling you that your focus is in the wrong place. It's also possibly telling you that the things you're doing are too extreme. They're too hard. Your brain may not be ready to do this extreme change yet. Always go with small changes first. But when we say that if the weight never came off, then I wouldn't do these good things for myself, that is putting your focus in the wrong place because the scale does not tell you how you feel. Let me say that again. The scale does not tell you how you feel. The only reason why we want to lose weight is to feel a certain way because we think that we will feel differently when we have, when we have a smaller body, when we weigh less. Nobody wants to lose weight to hit a number on the scale. Because trust me, you can hit the number on the scale and not feel good and not be happy. It's funny, I even had a client once who got to his goal weight and he was kind of disappointed. He's like, I sort of imagined that like the, the confetti would, would rain down from the sky and the trumpets would, would blare and the angels would sing. And suddenly here I am at my goal weight and I'm like, I don't know if I'm happy with this or not. Do I need to change my goal weight? And so that's the crazy thing. When we put all of our emphasis on a number on the scale, we forget that the whole point of this journey is because of how we think we will feel when we lose weight. So do some thinking on how you will feel when you lose weight. What is it that you think that you'll be able to feel in a smaller body? What really is the end game here? What's the whole point? Do yourself the favor of getting really clear on that, on how you want to feel, rather than perseverating and ruminating on the blankety blank scale. The scale is not going to be the thing that tells you how you feel. So another thing is the scale measures a result, not a tangible action. So you want to make your measure of success an action that is within your control. And then the results will take care of themselves. Because if you're only focusing on the result, you're not allowing yourself to take measurements and tweak things that actually are the actions that lead to the result.
So here are some examples of ideas of actions that eventually lead to the result, which is the scale. So let's say you're aiming to plan your meals. So actions that are within your control are perhaps the number of days that I made a plan or the number of meals that I planned or the number of times that I got curious when I wanted to go off the plan. Let's say you're tuning into your hunger. Like how many meals did I wait and see like, am I hungry? How many times did I pause and reflect? Have I had enough to eat right now? Same thing with water. Like how many days in a row did you have a glass of water? How many total glasses of water did you have this week? These are tangible actions that are within your control. Let's go more. Let's say sleep. How many days did I go to sleep before X time? Or if you're trying to exercise, how many minutes did I walk this week? Or how many consecutive days did I stretch? There's so many different things that you can measure. Like let's say you're trying to be more mindful. How many times did I put my fork down during a meal this week? Uh, if you're trying to reduce the amount of something, how many days did I only have X amount of chocolate? Whatever it is. There are so many actions that you can measure that lead to the result. But when you're only measuring the result, when you're only measuring the scale, it's like, I don't even know what happened. This doesn't make any sense. Focus on those actions. It is in those actions that will create the results you're looking for. But when you only focus on results, it can get so discouraging. And sometimes you even stop doing those positive actions because you're feeling demoralized. However, if you can shift your focus to feeling proud of yourself for the very real and tangible positive actions you've been taking, then you can cultivate those positive emotions that help you maintain progress. There are so many things that you can measure to track your success that are within your control. Bank your progress on the very tangible ways that you are positively changing your life and the results like <clears throat> the scale will take care of themselves. You know, our brains are very habitual. They, they like to you know, stick to their old patterns and old thinking can sometimes be a pattern that our brains like to fall into. So old thinking can sometimes bring up the thought, I'm working so hard and the scale is not moving. Why bother? That is the moment when you want to tap into your proactive, purposeful thoughts and think on purpose and give a voice to the thought, I know the scale will change at some point, but it won't change unless I keep going. I have to be thinking about all the amazing things I am doing for my body rather than getting upset about what's not happening on my own made up timeline. When expectations are not being met, it does not mean to quit doing the amazing things for yourself. It just means your timeline is delayed. Keep going. And finally, last thing, you are the same person and you are the same weight in the 30 seconds before you step on the scale as you are after you step on the scale. So you could decide beforehand how you want to think about yourself. You can decide, I feel great about myself today, no matter what the scale says. The scale is data, is information. In fact, I have a client who has an amazing trick for this. She realized that the scale was starting to get into her head. And so she's like, I need to kind of lighten it up for myself. And you know, those back in the day when we have got radio stations and there was like the, the jingle that would go with the radio station number. So if it's like 107.3, you'd be like, 107.3 uh, or you know whatever it is and so when she steps on the scale she will sort of sing herself the number of like 197.5 fm oldies but goodies or you know something like that and so that's a great way to just kind of lighten up the number on the scale so remember you are a piece of the divine 
You are completely worthy exactly as you are. The scale does not determine your worth. You are worthy exactly as you are. Sometimes the hardest part is just to believe it. It's just to receive it. So here is our one tiny confident body action step for the week. What's the feeling you think you will feel when you lose weight? Get really clear on that. Then step two is I want you to look for tiny examples of where you can lean into that feeling a little bit in your life today. Our brains get really good at what we practice. So practice how you want to feel now so your brain knows how to feel it. It'll get used to that. And I wrote an entire section in my book about the scale. It's like in a whole chapter is about the scale. So if you've ever found yourself getting all up in your head about the scale, then check out my book. Just search You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And of course, if there's anything in this episode that has helped you, I would love for you to write a review. That would be amazing. And before we go, remember, love yourself. Because you deserve to feel amazing about yourself. And nothing and no one can determine how you feel about you except for you, not even the scale. Give yourself the gift of deciding how you want to feel about yourself, regardless of what the scale says. That is completely within your grasp today. All right, that is what I've got for you this week. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.